Hey, Gary. Yes? Hey, do you want to do a podcast with me where we explore core topics? Oh, fuck yeah! Yes! Hey, listeners. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Quernundrum. I am going to guess this is either you've heard of it or you haven't heard of it. And we'll find out at the end of the show. <laughs> you can add us on any one of our social media accounts and tell us what you think about this. But um, so it should be interesting. I look forward to the discussion that we have coming up. It'll be interesting. Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this is Gary, the one of your two co-hosts. Mm-hmm. And we already heard the beautiful sounds of Holly. That's me, Holly Greystone. And um, what have you been up to, Holly, before we get into this deep I... debate we're going to be having? <laughs> yeah, so I was supposed to travel to the West Side. I'm a project manager on a, on a project over there, and I'm in the middle of a construction job. And I have a crew there. Uh, it's a one-man team. I had two people there today doing a different job, and I was supposed to be there, and instead had to do it remote. It was not ideal, but that's okay. I have been keeping a close eye on the passes. Uh, so this is for those who are listening. The Cascades, the Northern Cascades, have been getting hit with, you know, Mother Nature saying, fuck yeah. you. And the pass has been closed on and off for the last seven days. And another storm front was pushing in. And even though the weather at the mountain says, oh, yeah, it's fine, it's fine. Four o'clock at night might be the worst, but it's totally fine. Like, if you here in the afternoon, it should be fine. And normally, I would just go and just take that risk. But I was like, I don't have to be a meteorologist to know that a warm front pushing in from Canada and off the Pacific Ocean is going to cause some shit with a ton of snow that just dumped on that mountain. And sure enough, it was closed all day today because of avalanche, uh, risk of avalanche. And so they had to do uh, avalanche control at all the major passes pretty much all day. And I didn't have to deal with that. So I got to stay home. I played with my puppy. I organized our new closet this weekend. We put together a closet that was, it's a container store, the home edit style approach to like getting our shit together. And we tore out our old one and rebuilt a whole new one this weekend it actually took us a day so i got to buy some containers and finish organizing that and making it look super cute so geeking out over here loving what i'm doing and i got to stay home to finish that up and i'm really excited i got to do that cool um i have to say you look really nice oh thank you so you're looking very very pretty right now so you're always pretty but just right now wow it looks, you, I'm gonna you've got the makeup blushing. on and stuff really you're, Looking really nice. So, well, I, I, I have to tell you that. <laughs> well, our listeners didn't hear that because I hadn't hit the record button. But as you were getting all set up, I was like, "Hey, you sexy bitch!" Because you two are looking pretty snappy over there. Yeah. Mm. I threw on a white shirt for you. Hey, that, white, that's the difference. I'm telling you, <laughs> if you, listeners, white can go a long way. Super easy thing. Keep a piece with you. You throw it on. It changes the whole conversation. Yeah. Well, yeah, and if, you? if you it's... looked at it, you look like we color coordinated today. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I have a black bra on, and you have a black T-shirt, so yeah, somewhere like, yeah. you know, I'm effing totally, with you. <laughs> so what's up with you? She's not wearing a bra. That's right, fancy free baby, whoopie <laughs> gober style. <laughs> oh gosh. Well, I'm sorry you didn't make it over 
over the past, but I'm sure it was nice for you to stay home an extra day and yep. get to spend more time with Desiree and Max and mm-hmm. Sassy and oh, Breezy. No, Breezy. what's the other one's fucking name? <laughs> oh, well, Breezy. Okay, actually, not a bad guess. Stormy. Stormy, that's it. Yeah. So there's a whole thing about being careful what you name your animals, you get what you wish for. Yeah. We got that with with Stormy right. and Sassy. <laughs> I got one of my former uh, student employees when I worked at Washington University. They have a dog named Breezy. And ah. which I hate. I think it's a terrible name. And they know that. I told them at the time that it's just, it was a terrible name. <laughs> I told them Sophie would be a better name, and they thought that was stupid. But I thought Sophie was a perfect name, but whatever. It's all good. (laughs) Dog doesn't care. What else have you been doing? Uh, Not really much else. Just working on house, home edit style Mm -hmm. approach to just kind of getting things a little bit more organized here. Okay. I did look at some more project management uh, opportunities because I am finishing up my certification. Those of you who are listening, if you caught earlier episodes, you found out in December I did not pass because it was a it was atrocious experience, and I talked about it then, and I am prepping to take it again, and I feel pretty good about doing it, so should be fine. Look forward to it, but other than that, not not much else. Just get things clean and organized. You need you need some time just to sort of mellow out, so. I don't Let's, do that very well unless yeah. it's like I'm at the beach and someone's bringing me alcohol and that's pretty much it. That's a good way to mellow out. Um, <laughs> my life is basically trying to mellow out all the time. But um, again, another busy week of work for me, but it's been good. Um, I got into, I went down a rabbit hole on YouTube today of watching a bunch of Star Trek uh, oh stuff about from the original cast stories and stuff like that. So it was actually kind of interesting. And boy, uh, Leonard Nimoy, if you ever just want to, uh, he, I, he's, well, and he did a, a stuff about how he, if you ever just want to watch some stuff about his getting into acting and how he gets in different characters and also how he directed and all, it was actually really informative. And so it kept me going. Um, interesting. Okay. So, other than that, getting ready, Dean and I are taking a trip to Aurora, Colorado tomorrow. He has to have, um, he's getting his pancreas looked at, and that's just the nearest place. So we've got a three and a half hour trip one way and back tomorrow. So, it's a but, long day. Now, yeah, it's going to be a long day. And so, and so, and he can't eat after midnight tonight and can't eat, he can't drink after nine tomorrow. Right, because the rest so of us are eating. It's good. <laughs> so it's easy. I'm just looking forward to that trip. You'd be such yeah. a good dude. Yeah. So when I said it was gonna be a long trip, I meant to add a few more o like little yeah. o's and they're like long trip. It's yeah, it's gonna be <laughs> gonna be gonna be well. I get to go see the Cherry Sisters perform for the first time since COVID. I get to go see a performance. And oh, cool. I will say hi for you because I'm sure they miss you. Yeah. Give them, uh, give them all. Well, the two that I know so, anymore, right? The social distance love will do. Yeah, well, yeah. We'll so, okay. Um, so I thought we should probably get into talking about our yeah. topic of the day, and it is kind of a serious subject. I, I don't know where to go with this. Um, it's about 
uh, outing somebody who who was not ready to come out. And, Which is um, a no, no. Yeah, it's a big we've, no. We've talked about that in Queer Corner a couple yeah. of times and some conversation starters that you can have. But just, yeah, don't. No. Don't. Um, and of course, it was that, you know, terrible human being, Jerry Falwell, who did it, you know, in this. It was Tinky Winky from the Teletubbies. Yeah. And that was a national, national, just, tra- just it was stupid. Oh, it was so it beyond ne- stupid. It should never have been the second most talked about conversation ever and any sort of platform but no. it, it it started across the across the pond and then it came over here and it just wreaked havoc in the united states just this whole conversation that we're about to get into well yeah it did and it's it's hilarious and sad mm-hmm. i mean it's a combination of both i was watching things on youtube about it today uh read an article the outing of tinky Weeky. Yes. From Priceonomics. And it was, um, it's just sad. You know, it, these people, you know, these characters are supposed to be two years old. And right. to to even suggest that they have any kind of sexual identity is beyond well, to suggest me. that someone would create, okay, to suggest that someone would create a cartoon to influence your child to be gay is yeah. just stupid. It's not as as stupid as saying, oh, well, your gay uncle made me gay. That's terrible and wholly inaccurate. So it's not up to that point, but it's it's that same vein of under like that. Ha- no, that just isn't. I think it's I think it's worse. I, I'm going to say I think it's worse. You think so? I mean, I think it's worse than that. Uh, I think it's all bad. Do not get me wrong. Oh, fair enough. No, I, and we're not downplaying all, either one. But yeah, that I, is something that this is they're taking a character that I, I've now decided this is why I finally became gay because I watched I watched the Teletubbies with my daughter Lily mm-hmm. at the time. So she was two. She was literally the first group of people who got the Teletubbies. You know, she was the right. She, and she loved them. She actually, for years, I think just until recently, finally got rid of, we had bought her a big Poe, the red one. Right. And she, and she loved that. And oh it was her gosh. And I remember at the time reading about it and seeing stuff on the news and it was on the Today Show. It was everywhere. And it was... They took a a completely innocent thing and made it a problem. It created their whole story. And the funniest part about it is is all they did is made the Tinky Winky like sales of dolls just go through the roof. Through the roof. And it became... The like a trending icon for the community, yeah. and it still is to this day. I mean, that's just it. That it's something that what Jerry Falwell did, which he made it, he made a group band together even more, mm-hmm. and able to then do you know do this that you know and what what do what do queer community people do the best? You know, we make they it turn fabulous. Lemons into lemonade. Oh, you know? with the, with a little oh, bit no, of they vodka, lemons maybe. Into lemonade. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, no. <laughs> that's that's what we do, you know. So yeah. All it did, and I wish that it hadn't have happened. You know, I. It's too bad that again we've sexualized a 
a Teletubby that is supposed to be four years old, I do believe. Yeah, two somewhere years old, between somewhere two to four. Two to, yeah, yeah, it's just supposed and, to be fun. It's not supposed to be yeah. anything more than just fun. But if you're going to have this conversation, let's talk about some other states, other countries that are allowing full-on cartoons talking about sexuality. We can, ha- we can talk about that. Oh, just, did you hear that, that in Norway? Yep. Did you? Yeah. Okay. Yep. yep. <laughs> so if you want to get your phallic on, baby, you just go visit them. They got that cartoon on full blast. Well, the thing about it is, and parents have actually complained about that one too. Oh, I'm they, sure. I'm sure. I'm. But not to the, it was more of a. It's not as a national global yeah. reaction to, and it's, oh my and gosh, this potentially gay character. Well, and this character, first of all, wasn't that one wasn't gay. It was just a guy who had a really big penis that could do amazing things. Not saying he was gay or straight, just that he could. Yeah. I can't talk about that one. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> 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 uh, sorry. <laughs> Oh, you got yourself in a giggle. Well, it's just, it, it is that hard for me to fathom how, how that made it even into production. Right? <laughs> and this so- is, we're talking about the other cartoon. We're not talking about Teletubbies. Yeah. No, te- it's just, te- yeah. Teletubbies yeah. is a great, I, I want to go back to that one. <laughs> Teletubbies is a, it, it was a fun, innocent, innocent show. And, mm-hmm that my my daughter was fascinated with. And I remember actually one of my friends who worked the graveyard shift, when they got home, Teletubbies was on. And they were, they were at the time, they were older than me. So they would have been probably around 40 at the time. They loved watching the Teletubbies because it's the perfect thing to watch before they went to bed. You know? so it, it, it lulls you to sleep. Yeah. You know? It's <laughs> bright colors. It's fun yeah. sounds. It's not a super thinker. It's not... Yeah. It, it was nothing, and it was made into something, and which then, well, you know, and of I do, I we do made know better. a friend of mine who dropped acid to watch it. Oh, there's a that. whole yeah. group of people who yeah. did that. Yeah, you know, so there, that not, was part of the argument. Oh, teenagers are tripping out on acid and watching that. Yeah, they do that anyway. They're also eating Tide Pods now. I wouldn't be surprised if they're doing that and watching Teletubbies. That doesn't make it Teletubbies' fault. So what to find out? Um, the big thing I found out with holding with Jerry Falwell is that it was kind of a, it was a thing in, in Great Britain where Teletubbies first came from, but it was more just kind of a joke thing. It wasn't a huge, you know, mm-hmm. until Jerry Falwell got all of it. And that happened the same time, the same year that uh, Bill Clinton uh, came on Malcolm Lewinsky's dress and it was, you know, became a national sensation. Yep. He was impeached. That same year was the same time as Teletubby. And like you said before, that was the the stain on the dress was the number one trending thing. That was the number two trending thing was about Tinky Winky being gay. Tinky Winky. Neither one of those should have been in national or. or Well, to begin with. At all. Not national news, you know, so. Just. And uh, the worst part about it is, is Tinky Winky, like they say, none of them have genitalia. None of them. None of them. None of them. There's no <laughs> so conversation about mating, dating, partnering up, cuddling, nothing. There's there is nothing a, to denote sexuality. Looking through YouTube, and I'm not even going to tell you which one it was because I don't want people searching it out. 
there is one where they took the, the Teletubby different programs and edited it to look like it was sexual, which really pissed me off. So I won't even, and it was, there was nothing, you know, nothing, they didn't, there was no nudity or anything. It was just literally the Teletubby things. They just put it together in a way that made it look sexual. I just have to, you know, you know how YouTube is. You start Yo, going down a list yeah, it just shows you the next related so, thing. And it was like, I, I almost want to get a hold of my daughter and say, okay, Lily, please never watch this one because it'll ruin how you feel about Teletubbies. You know, it was, it was, that was sick and wrong. And actually I do believe it was done by a queer person just from the name that the handle they had on their thing. So, yeah. so I'm not saying it's, it's, a I, it's, I kind of feel the same way about, well, I want to get on Jerry Falwell for a minute more. Yeah, please do. I don't Tell want to, I don't want to physically get on Jerry Falwell. He's dead I would, I, yeah, I was going to throw some yeah. shit at you for that, yeah. but you know, okay. Um, at the, he, this really all basically, if you if you look in depth at the stuff, it's because uh, he's one of the big reasons why Ronald Reagan uh, got elected both years, the both the both of his terms. Okay. And after that, the Moral Madrid, which is where this all came from, started to go downhill. He was really looking any way to get himself back in the headlines. Sure. This is the same time period that he. You know, he really made a definite effort to say that AIDS was a was a gay man's disease. He said that gay people went around with uh, um, rings that had a little a, a little uh, needle in it that if they had AIDS, so they could go up and shake somebody's hand and give them AIDS. Which is just that is harming. That yeah, is so harmful. And I'm surprised that lawsuits, if they didn't, if they weren't brought up, oh. were I just. Lawsuits well, should be brought against from, them. Um, Jerry Fowler uh, blamed the queer community for everything from 9-11 to Hurricane Katrina. I mean, it was all... I, we're the, powerful. We are yeah. powerful. We're not yeah. that powerful. Well, and honestly, if we were that powerful, don't you think he might want to think twice about the stuff he was saying? True. I mean, and honestly. also, <laughs> it'll be more stylized. There'll be a lot more glittered. And it would be yeah. localized. We would make it very specific. Just saying. Well, yeah, and... I mean, you know, you know, yeah, you're dealing with people who get a lot like your other thing you do that they get shit done. Get I mean, we done. would get the shit done. You yeah. know, it would just happen, you know. So so it's something that it was really when you look at it, his his career was starting not to, he wasn't the big headline anymore. He wasn't the right. big thing anymore. Wasn't wasn't so getting the attention. There was an episode of and I, I I've never before watched an episode of of the 700 club, but I did on YouTube for this reason. It showed him talking about the, the ring one and his, even his co-host on the, have you ever watched 700 club? Uh-huh. No, okay. Nope. It's, I know nothing about across, this. Yeah. It, if anybody who's haven't watched it, it comes across like a morning, any of the other morning talk shows, you okay. know, it's two people chatting, having coffee, you know, and then they get into weird shit or people who believe it, but whatever. And, um, <laughs> Even his co-host, when he started going, talking about this, you saw her going, well, is that really true? I, you know, I mean, just trying, and you, and you see her like looking over, like at somebody going, can we go catch a commercial? Yeah, catch <laughs> I mean, a commercial. I need yeah. to clarify this bullshit right here. Yeah, it was, and there, it's a very conservative show. So it says, even at that point, these people are going, okay, let's, you know, let, you know, let's back off. Let's. <laughs> take a breather and check this out um he has done well and 
he died and I, I, from old age. I, so I, I didn't wish him any harm, but I'm not upset he's no longer with us. So, but so he did some terrible things to try to make the gay community, the queer community, saying how evil we are. And right. and there are people to this day who believe believe him. We've got Billy Graham Jr. now who. Oh my God! Yeah, I I don't know why I was surprised when I heard that rhetoric bullshit come out of his mouth, but I was. Well, and what really shocks me on that one is Billy Graham. I, I what he what he said is I give him a lot of credit. He said that being uh, being homosexual, there are worse sins. That's you know at least he gave that you know. So I'm not saying it was great, but he. He said there's a lot worse sins than being homosexual. So I gave him, you know, a little bit where his his son is just such a fucking troll. And well, then all the shit that's happened to him. That's one of the things I love is that these people who who talk about how they how much they are God-fearing men right? and all the stuff, the shit you find out they do. Oh you know, my gosh, the yeah. skeletons and cloth. And I have come because I've seen it happen so many times when you hear people's like, oh, like that tout. God is this, and God doesn't. God wants this, and you're gonna go to hell, and you're gonna go to hell, and you're a sinner, and you're. And when they do that, when I see people do that, I'm like, your closet's probably so jammed packed that you have nothing else to do than to point fingers and be a dick to everybody else because you have those demons in your closet. Yeah. Well, even if you go by the with the moral majority helping out Ronald Reagan, and I'm not saying. I'm, I'm as a, obviously as a queer man, I'm not thrilled with what Ronald Reagan did when he was in office. Right. But as a moral majority person, granted, uh, he had been married to Nancy Reagan for, I don't know, however many years, but it was his second marriage. He divorced his first wife to get together with Nancy Reagan Davis at the time. So if the moral majority is going to be true, and if they're quoting Bible shit, they that's wrong. They can't do that. Right. They should be stoned. I mean, so it's something that it's one of the things, if you're going to believe this belief so hard, you have to be careful where you go with it. And well, right. I mean, and right. look at Trump, you know, so. <laughs> it, oh my God. Now, but seriously, just, you make a that. very good point. You yeah. have this, you have these community of people that, that delve out their, their choice of like, that's a bad sin. That's a bad sin, but they're in the third marriage or they've cheated they don't pay the taxes the, the way that God has out, you know, God has said it in well, the Bible or they don't keep, love like they're supposed to. Keep in mind, forget all the other stuff that we know or have rumors of Trump. He left his first wife for his second wife because she was pregnant with their daughter. Right. So but that he in had itself, cheated. Yeah. So, yep. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, you know, all this stuff. And boy, the... And all this gets back to that as adults, we do sexualize a lot of stuff. Adults are sexual creatures. I get it. It offends me that even as the queer culture that we have sexualized by saying Tinky Winky's gay, is that we have sexualized Tinky Winky. We have sexualized Bert and Ernie, you know, and we've done this for years. And mm -hmm. Dean and I were going to wear Bert and Ernie costume to your wedding. Oh, Oh, honey. No, you weren't. Oh yeah, we were, we were. were going to have a conversation before that no, wedding. Yep. No, whatever. 
outside of this recording. We will follow this up. <laughs> <laughs> but so, I mean, there's things that, I mean, it's, it, it's an ongoing thing. It's it sad highlights, to me. It does highlight that we as a community need to be mindful about our own actions and the things that we propagate yeah. in our own, in our own lives and in our social media accounts, because if we pass that on and we're continuing to validate that behavior yeah. for for people who don't know better, especially young young adults who don't know better, and show that that's okay. And when I get my soapbox moment, I will continue on that. Oh, and go ahead, go on your soapbox moment. This my is we're just moment. sort of free. This one's kind so, of we're free balling it this I, right now. So let's just. I don't free it, ball. So. That's just not my thing. There's <laughs> just not enough powder in the world that would ever make that okay. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, boobying it. Mm, funny story. If that comes back up in this conversation, I may follow up on it. Anyway, well, it might have to. Then. <laughs> <laughs> so for me, Teletubbies, I was a little bit older when it came out. I was, I think, I was late elementary, early middle school. Your wouldn't your brother have been the right age? My brother would have been the right age. Yeah. Uh, my brother was too sophisticated for that. He watched other oh, yeah. things, but I I only heard about the Teletubbies from my peers, yeah, and from the the adults that were spreading the, this conversation that this purple t- this purple furry creature on this cartoon is gay, and I just thought that was funny. I was like, why is that such a big deal? Like, yeah. what is gay? You know, and I I probably had a conversation knowing me because I always ask the questions. That's kind of my MO. It's like, what does that mean? And should this be a bad thing? And my mom has always been, regardless if it was the church, some in the community, family, whatever. It's like, God is love and God loves people. It is not for you to judge. And whatever this conversation is about someone being gay and then your gay character or whatever, it is not for you to judge. Now, I'm impressionable individual at this time was uh, my peers were making fun of it. So I naturally did make fun of it. I thought Teletubbies was gay. I thought the proper way to address it was like, Oh, that's so gay. Not realizing as a young individual, 10, 12 years old, that that was wrong as well. So there was a lot of reconciliation and having to correct those, not correct those memories, but bring those memories, you know, in studying for this, the show and kind of prepping for the show, I had to, I had to recognize I had some of those moments and I had to not scold myself for it, but just realize like, wow, I really have come a long way. I've updated a lot of things about my beliefs and the, and the cultural experiences that I had and Teletubbies, even though I never watched it when all that stuff was going on, I was impressionable at that time. Mm-hmm. And I, oh, yeah. I I thought that was the funny thing. And so I, it extended shamefully extended to the furry community. And I, I had, I didn't know anything about the community at the time. I asked of course, since then, because that's, again, that's my MO. So I know a lot more <laughs> about that community, probably more than I ever needed to know, but that's just who I am. And I, I honestly, I was throwing shade and I, I regret that I did. I can't, undo what I've done, but I can go forward and say, that's not an appropriate behavior. And I had, I had good role models in my life. It's just, sometimes you have your peers that are just around saying stupid things. Now let me continue on my soapbox. Let me just crack. I thought that was it. Oh, Oh, wow. Okay. No, no, (laughs) I have, I have more. I have more. Okay. (laughs) Let me just continue. Okay. 
What is, this is a question for people who are listening and maybe Gary, you can answer on their behalf or maybe I will, I don't know. What is this need to assign sexual orientation to people or these inanimate objects or fake fictional characters? Like what is the need for that? And I'll just tell you right now, it needs to stop. But what is that bullshit? And then, then just continue this conversation further. It is doing harm. It is harming people. You might not know who is around you. Again, going back to your peers, going back to your young, impressionable adults in your life. You could be doing harm to those individuals by doing this kind of bullshit. We do not need to sexual apply sexual orientation to someone. Does it matter? It's like, okay, yeah, you had you had sex. Great. Congratulations. I don't care. Like, I don't need to know that. I don't need to know if they their size, if they were tall, if you're first. I don't need to know that. I don't care. We need to allow people to go through their self-identity stages. They need to go through that and, and maybe they're asexual at one point and then there's they're not asexual at another point. That's on them. That's not for you to start questioning and calling them out on it. It's like, well, I thought you were asexual. You weren't into me at the time. Yeah, you, they weren't into you. You got or it. maybe they Good didn't job. find that person attractive. Ex- Whatever the reason. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but the thing is, we are human beings. We are dynamic individuals. There is stuff always changing. And I will tell you right now, all those things that are happening in our lives, even right now, affect our sexual drive, but also affect our how we respond in our sexual nature in terms of our sexual orientation, some people are more fluid. Some people are not. Some people are asexual. And maybe they switch back and forth on that. I've talked about this. Going to jump into more of that in future shows. But it's just, why do we have to take a purple cute little Teletubby? Just because he was purple, cared what looked like a purse. And had the little triangle. It's like, oh, well, how to be gay? Come on, man. But hey, you know what? Like you said, thank you. We got a, got a hip, tiki-winky icon for the gay community because we made it fabulous and they made a bunch of money off of it and now the show's coming back so f you yeah fucking jerry (laughs) i do want to say that the first thing is that we as humans want to put everything in a box that's what we want to do so we want to be able to label. I mean, that's what we. That's we all, true. We have whatever to label. Whatever you want to say, we we like to label. We, we do like to, to label. That, we like to put it in the box. So um, we tend to do that with with everything. You know, that's why. I mean, we, we give our pets names, even though, you know, they could care less. They just. I mean, we could call them whatever, and as long as we use that name over and over again, that's what they're to identify that they're being. Yeah, that there's yeah. something associated with them. They don't. Yeah. So. We anthropomorphize so many things, and I, and I do it too. I'm not I, when I'm asking this question. I'm not absolving myself from it either. Oh yeah, it's just it's that, such an interesting thing that we do it, and I, I don't know. I just, well, and to play then again, even though I was just on the side where I just think this is wrong, I'm going to play devil's advocate for so long for the queer people. There were no gay queer uh characters people out there so we would go with what we could find and even though the queer community didn't start the thing with tinky winky mm-hmm. once they go okay yeah that makes sense there uh, he has a purse um has a triangle on his head and he's purple okay so then they took it on 
Mm-hmm. They embrace it just like they did with Bert and Ernie earlier. Those are the two big ones. So especially as a child, granted most children who are watching Teletubbies wouldn't care, but for the adults, right. we do make that this, you know, and so I'm not saying it's right, but they do do those things. So we we just tend to, you know, you- It's you, finding our identity in, yeah. in, the, new, in the things that we're exposed yeah. to. We go into a new group setting, we find identity. Yeah. And it's some way to connect to people. And I get that. I do. I get it. I just don't understand why we have to do this sort of thing and make it make it bad. Because honestly, oh. if 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 the purple Teletubby, Tiki Winky, was a gay character, great. I have no problem with that. That's fine. Yeah. I'm not it's not like I'm watching some pornographic thing happening, you know, with my little yeah. with my little child. You know, as an adult, that's my own personal choice. But my child isn't watching that. And no. I don't have a problem with my child watching the Teletubbies if one of the characters is gay. It's fine. So one of the things I saw on YouTube, which I loved about, about Tiki Winky, is this woman they're doing a bunch of on-the-street on the interviews with people. And this one mm-hmm. woman goes, just starts laughing. I mean, just hysterically. Go, Are you serious? And she finally goes, well, as long as he's not... Oh, how did, oh my God! As long as she's, as long as he's not sexually violating other toys without their permission, Jerry <laughs> Falwell should be fine. <laughs> here, but here, listen to our language. We have given yeah. this this character male yeah. pronouns. Well, and actually, Tinky Winky they they said was a he. Okay. The, the producers of it said that Tinky Winky was a he. That's and why that's, I'm using. Okay, that. that's fair. Yeah. I hadn't I hadn't reason. seen that personally because it's not displayed in the shows. No. Well, just like there's, there's no there's no conversation about there's he, no genitalia. How right. would you know? Because they identify them by their names. They're like, yeah. ooh, what is Tinky Winky doing now? Honestly, now they're going through the their magic magic bag. And until I until the time I heard all this controversy, it never even occurred to me that there was that. I never would have assumed that they were male or female. I just yeah. assumed they were, you know, it, it never even occurred to me that that was. Uh, and so to hear all this stuff, you know, it just, it, it's just beyond belief that it was something that Jerry Falwell made this huge deal out of. Or that and, anybody made a deal out yeah. of it. And I, I am so glad it's coming back, mm-hmm. even though I will have no desire to watch it. But my, my youngest grandson will. So I think that's awesome that it's coming around and they'll be able to do this. Um, and I do, I do have wonderful memories of my daughter and I sitting there eating cereal in the morning and her, and her watching it just transfixed by it. So mm-hmm. it's something that these, and it is sick individuals. I mean, where would they even come up with it? Oh, and the other thing I, like, okay, I didn't even- What are you, Reverend? What are you doing watching the Teletubbies and coming up with this concoction? Oh, like, And actually, see, the thing about it was, is he had never watched the Teletubbies. He got I it figured. from that from that thing. And so then he went with it, you know, because he needed, I mean, it really is that he needed publicity. That's what yeah. was going on. So, And like I said, we're also the reason that 9-11 happened. I mean, come on. You know, it's... it's, it's yes, we're the ones that designed that shitty building to act like a wonderful chimney for airplane fuel. Yeah. Yep. So thanks for that. There, I, I got it. I, boy, I'm really going to digress here for a bit. <laughs> there was an old uh, radio show that's not anymore called Coast to Coast. It was on from midnight till five in the morning, I do believe. 
and I am a night owl when I'm allowed to be. And they had some <laughs> of the weirdest shit on there. And one of the things a guy came on and said that he has pictures and the host was great. He, he took everybody, he took them seriously. He did not treat them like they were jerks. He said he had pictures of pterodactyls actually destroying the buildings in 9-11. And so, you know, people did would come anyone, on top. Did anyone clarify with him that that pterodactyl was an airplane? And he said that they just, that it was all Photoshopped. That it was actually pterodactyl. So if you look at the pictures, you can see where the actual the wingspan was. Okay, they where, had people on there. where are they now? <laughs> yeah, they had cave, they, they had other ones where they talk about people coming up from the, you know, cave dwellers and shit. It was got a wonderful so Jurassic episode. Park kind of shit. Oh, no, they had aliens and they had cave people and dwellers and they were there was like uh the middle earth kind of thing where they had <laughs> people who would who would come up that lived there's another there's an entirely a civilization underground and uh oh my god like i said that that there were still there's still dinosaurs around just people don't see them anymore because the government has hit them and it was a wonderful show wonderful show you know and so it doesn't yeah. exist anymore i think the guy actually passed away a couple years ago and i have to say he always treated him with respect it wasn't like a jerry springer thing he really well, treated the, the guests that's like good but with still uh, what? i loved it so it kind I, of puts I, okay in perspective. hold on yeah. how how does that happen we're supposed to be intelligent human beings like humans in general are supposed to just be intelligent Base knowledge. How do you believe a pterodactyl caveman or okay, alien? I could kind of get behind. I can understand that 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 theory potentially <laughs> happening. Okay. Maybe. Maybe. But the really good pterodactyl caveman. Well, and so let's keep it this way. Keep in mind this way that I would rather have them talking about that shit. Than um, saying have Trump elected again, you know what I mean? So, are but, those the people voting for him though? <laughs> well, yes, Come and on. the pterodactyls yes. as well. They're voting for him as well. Yeah. Pterodactyl <laughs> and Trump, twenty twenty four. My God! But I mean, so just it shows that it, where I can lead this with is that it shows that any anything you can think of, somebody has thought of it. So even if we we think it's wrong that these people have sexualized some childhood mm -hmm. programs and toys, there's weird shit all over the place, you know. But mm -hmm. it's just it's it's wrong. I mean they they I mean we shouldn't be doing it. This the the breeders. And the internet also. makes it so easy to just do the it's, stupid yeah, thing yeah. and hit that button, yeah. and then it's like, yeah. oh, why did I? Why did I share that? Yeah. Why did I? You know, it's just those impulsive things that make us do stuff. I just it, the internet just my so the reason I bring this up, and here's a tangent here for you guys. You're welcome. Tangent hour right here on the show. If you have a tangent, you can you can at us at Quinone Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Just saying. But anyway, my mom was talking to me. She had some conversations with individuals whose children are watching videos online on how to be a sex worker. They're 12 years old. Maybe they're 10. I don't know. They're like just barely double digits. And they're watching videos on a career as a sex worker. Okay, so... Kind of on that line, we had a babysitter one time uh -huh. when when 
Okay, so my oldest daughter, Lene, is third. She's about ready to turn 32 in two days. So, and this is a time when we had a babysitter who was watching both the, uh, the daughters. And so I'm going to say Lene is probably nine-ish, eight, nine or ten, I can't remember what. Angie, my ex-wife, came home and found the babysitter with the kids right there. So Lily would have been a, a year old, so she doesn't remember any of this. What she's watching a movie where the guy is literally fucking this woman doggy style over a, at the edge of a building. They're on the roof and, and he's fucking her. And once he completes, he pushes her over the edge. This is what my wife came home to. Wow. It was bad to begin with a damn. Yeah. And so she was never brought back to babysit again. So <laughs> Yeah, babysitting one-on-one, don't do that. Yeah, that was like, it was just one of those moments where I go, what? It's all, I, oh my God, I almost called up. I, all I had, she said, no, Gary, we took care of it. I, I wanted to call up and talk to her husband because this, is, this wasn't like a teenager. She was, This you know, is a full-grown adult that did this? Yeah, who did this. Wow, it's, even <laughs> worse. I was like, <laughs> We had a care provider uh, looking so, after so, yeah. my sister who's special needs, and this is some years ago. And they snuck a man over and their job is to watch over my sister. It needs 24 oh, yeah. hour attention. And yes. they, they were boning and getting high and then denied it and didn't realize that there were security cameras. No, they knew there were security cameras because they're obvious. And there's a, ca- there's a sign that says there's cameras here. Yeah. And they, they they just flat out lied about it. And it was like, we literally, we, I mean, not not cameras of the sexual act, but cameras that a man showed up. Yeah, was there for a period of time. The bed was messed up, not a bed they should have been in, mind yeah. you. And yeah, no. Anyway, my mom. Getting back to the reason I brought that whole conversation up is my mom asked me. She goes, "Did you guys watch stuff like that?" And I was like, "Yeah, the internet was around, but the content was nothing like it is right now. No. They've had twenty years to dump garbage." into what is the world wide web now i mean it has been but you know what it is now it, it, it's just the information's easily attainable and you put in a few seo codes that relate to children children go on and look at stuff yeah. boom you find them. it's easy it is yeah. so easy you can manipulate your content to go to a completely different audience than what your content is actually supposed to yeah. be for it's just bonkers to me and it's it's really, it's really sad that we're doing, you know, talking about we are, and we've always done the sexualizing kids. We've done it for years, and oh yeah, it's it's. I not was supposed gonna... to get married to my best friend, who's a who's a, a boy, and they're like, oh my gosh, you're... the whole neighborhood, you two are gonna grow up and be married, and we were best friends for ten years. I don't know about him, but I I didn't grow up with that. I did not believe that. Now I know why. But he's a heterosexual individual, and I wonder if maybe he believed it. But the, I'm even talking more like, um, I bet if you ask your mom how hard it was in particular to take a little girl to the store to buy clothes, and they have just, I, me- I remember everything was like this, trying to find boots for Lily one year was like, they were all like leather boots that were like thigh high with fringes down them. And yeah. It just, you know, those kind Why? of things that, you know, why? Yeah. 
you know, so this stuff I'm talking about. So it's not that hard to see where we would sexualize everything. Mm-hmm. You know, that it, it all we do is we, we, this is, we, every ad, there's almost every ad you see has somehow sex involved with it. Mm-hmm. So it's so easy to see where we start sexualizing things. And it comes up by no means of defending Jerry Falwell because he's, he was a terrible human being. Oh yeah. He's a, but, he's a dick. Yeah. Um, and so, but you, you can see how we do it where that's how our entire lives have been. We've been talked about and including what you're talking about, where you, you know, saying you're going to get married at an early age. We've been programmed with sex. That is our big, you know, that's the big thing. It, and boy, when you finally have it, it's a wonderful thing. I'm not by any means going to say that, but it's been, you know, so you get these people who, who have these dirty minds, who sexualize a Teletubby, which of all, it's the hardest one I could see how they could ever do, but <laughs> it's just like, okay. But so um, I would love to have any of our listeners, if they have anything that they think why this has happened please again give yeah. you our twitter or, or exactly. instagram or exactly that would be fantastic email. i would love to understand and maybe someone who, who has medical background in this can, can explain to me personally why people do that like why why do humans do that yeah is it evolutionary is it necessary i understand like mothers you know mothers and fathers want to become grandparents like there's this evolutionary genealogy need to carry on your genes by your children having children and so on i understand that conceptually i get that but i don't understand is why we have to sexualize everything like why do we have to have a pink razor why can't it just be a black razor and why does it have to be called a woman's razor it's no different like just or boots being fringed for little girls like they don't care they're gonna kick them off and you're going to lose one underneath your seat and the other one's going to be out in the yard and you'd be lucky yeah. to ever see those shoes again. No. So it's all those things. Like, yeah. If anybody has a, a, a truly a reason they know why this happens so much, why we as a, as a humanity do this, I would love you to, to any of those ways, email, yeah. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook us, let us know because it does, it, it kind of, as I was watching stuff on YouTube, it was kind of offensive. That's why I ended up spending time after that listening to Star Trek stuff because <laughs> it really did bother me. It really mm-hmm. did. I'm watching all the stuff and it quickly went to, you know, and then you watch like all the anime stuff with these little girls or little boys that they, they're, they're, they're adults who look like little boys and little girls. It, it, it's all this stuff to me. And that's a whole other topic we can get into. But, and this <laughs> yeah. kept, you know, it led me into all those things. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? So I would love anybody to, to give an idea of why we as you know, humanity are such jerks. It would be wonderful. <laughs> so. Now that's a different question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. Well. <laughs> so but anyway, I well, think this is a... Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, I just because I think this... Is a good point maybe to end this episode. I think yeah, I think that, being, I, our Cornelia so being Teletubbies sexual. What? What the what? fuck? What? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Um, thank you for so much for joining us for this Cornelia. Yeah. Normally, and thank you all for listening. I have to say, thank you all for listening. Yeah. 
our numbers are increasing just exponentially. Oh, I'm loving you. you guys. Thank you. Thank you, you so much for that. You make a very good point, Gary. Yes. Yeah. Thank you so much. We have folks over in Europe. Love you. Mwah, mwah, mwah. Alaska. Mwah, mwah, mwah. We have... One listener in Chile, Chile now. Chile. I love ya. Yeah. It's just fabulous. <laughs> yes, we watch our metrics because we are we are a two-man team at this point with love and inspiration from I think our we friends. should say a two-person team. Okay. Man is mankind, but okay, we can do yeah. that. Two-person team. We're two fabulous human beings. What's up? Yeah. We're we're working on improving everything, our sound, yeah. our content, our approach. All of it is something that we are constantly in this evolutionary process. Learning experience. Exactly. We call it epistemi. And <laughs> it is it is a wonderful experience to have you guys on that journey with us. Your feedback. We had a, a listener provide us some feedback on Facebook, uh, Annie. And they, you know, they're like, oh, my gosh, that you guys have got. I just love your show. It's nonstop. Yeah. Just sharing their love. And I, God, just. I feel warm and fuzzy knowing that even one person has been touched by what we're doing. And that to me is worth it. And if that happens to be from one person, 10,000, a hundred thousand, a million. Great. I'm here for it. And I really appreciate it. And yes, we do watch the metrics so that we are, we are catering our material appropriately. Yes. So thank you so much. If you're listening, connect with us, please on the Facebook, the, the, the Instagram, the Twitter, whatever. Connect with us. Our podcast is pretty much anywhere you find a podcast. We've just been dumping our stuff everywhere we can find places to put it. And we're on, uh, we're on TuneIn Radio now, we which are. is amazing. We are on I love radio that. Now. So. Eventually, we will have a YouTube channel. We'll have our stuff uh, posted to our our own website. We'll have a Pinterest account that'll have our blogs. These are all in the development. We have full-time jobs that just can't do it all. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Times a million. And I can't physically hug you. And even if I could, I can't because of fucking COVID. So here's my hug for you. We love you guys. And thank you, Anna. We appreciate you. Yes, thank you. And and forgive me for, for messing up your name. <laughs> I just, I went on a tangent there. Um, yes. She knows you. It's okay. Yeah, you know, people do know me. Okay, that is another story for another day. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us. Normally, we would take our show into the Queer Corner. Like I said, we've been watching those metrics, so we are going to actually take our Queer Corner to its own podcast. It'll be about 15 minutes long, and we'll drop those on Wednesday. So you can find this Queer Corner there. Until then, be well. Bye. Thank you for connecting with us on this week's Conundrum. Connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at Quernundrum Podcast. And email us at Quernundrum at Quernundrum.com. And please rate and review us on iTunes. Until then, peace and be well. And be queer.